we're all in this together. Now, while I'm speaking, I'm going to speak for about 10 minutes, that's all. Kids, and not just kids, but actually the first service, it was more than kids. You can do something while I'm speaking as well. Over here on this table, I've got lots of strings, different colours, wool strings. I want you to come and take three strings, plait them together, and make a little bracelet out of them. Is that all right? So if you want to do that while I'm speaking, you can do that. You don't have to be a child to do this. You can come and do it if you're an adult as well. Uh, And there is a reason why... They're taking three strings and putting them together to make one, okay? Because what the verse that we're going to look at, the Bible verse we're going to look at this morning, is usually only ever read at weddings, okay? So you know which, uh, some of you will know which one's coming up. And I'm going to put a little bit of a different twist on that this morning. So we're going to go to the Bible, we're going to find it in its context. So this is from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. This is in the first part of the Bible that we call the Old Testament. One of the letters in there is the book of Ecclesiastes. And here is what the verse says. So before the verse that we're going to look at, it said this, I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. Next verse. But then he asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is all so meaningless and depressing. How many of you are encouraged by that Bible verse today? Basically, what the guy is saying is that what is the purpose of doing anything in life if I'm only doing it for myself? Because actually, if I'm just in this thing called life for me, it's meaningless and purposelessness. And it's just depressing. So then he goes on to say this, the very next verse. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken." And uh, while you're doing that, guys, and you're putting those three cords around to make one, um, I'm going to, let me do what I did the first service. Okay, Uh, Molly and Ben, if you can come and stand here. What I would normally do at a wedding, you see, is I would take the bride and the groom, and I'm not putting these two together. This is just an illustration. And I'd use that Bible verse to say, three, if you're on your own, you're a little weak. Now you've come together, that's two. But when you bring God into the equation, that's three. And any rope that where there's three stranded together is really strong. But I think that there's another twist on this tale. Okay, so you can sit down, Molly. Okay, um, can I take one of you, Arsenal Top? I don't know your name. So can you just come and join me for one second, okay? And then Bernard Jones, will you come and join me as well? I think there's another twist on this three-chord strand, okay? Because the Bible talks a lot about God being the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And there's something powerful about generations linking together, which make one thing that's really, really strong. And we as a church, we really passionately believe in multi-generational church. And there's something about all of us learning to serve and to stand and to protect and to grow together, which makes us stronger together than we are apart. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. And I want to just open up four benefits of being all in this together. Because in the song from the high school musical, um, there's a few words from the song. It said, everyone is special in their own way. We make each other strong. We're not the same, we're different in a good way. Together is where we belong. 
And so for us as a church, we, we're going on this journey. What does it look like to, to encourage and to relate and to connect with each other? Not necessarily being all in the same room. We have our different things. But what does it mean to be in this together? And there are four benefits. The first one is I think it gives us a better productivity. The Bible says good return for their labor. In other words, we're going to get more done together than we are on our own. Take a little look at this horse These are draft horses. One of these huge horses can pull 8,000 pounds on their own. Two of them together don't pull 16,000. They pull well over 20,000. So you can imagine what four pull far more than they could on their own, which is amazing. Productivity, we're going to get more done together than we are on our own. Secondly, perseverance. The Bible says, when I fall down, when one falls down, the other can lift him up. We get to live, lift each other up when we're falling down. Here's another picture from the animal world. How many can tell me what these are? Not ducks, geese, Canadian geese. And they all fly in a V formation. And they can fly over continents. They can fly over oceans. Uh, if they're on their own, they're going to struggle to fly that far. But together, they fly further. And research suggests that the reason they do that is a whole host of complicated reasons. One is that this V formation means that they, that, that they better attack the, the, the air and they create like, uh, like a slipstream so the others can go behind it. If they were on their own, they were going to go much slower and it'd be much harder work. And what happens here, one of the other benefits is that this geese here, who's right out in front, they're leading, sometimes they get a little bit tired. So they rotate around and someone else takes the lead. When someone gets shot or wounded and falls out of the formation, a couple of the other geese go out of formation, get that other one and bring them back in. Isn't that amazing? That's a real picture of what it looks like to all be in this together. And um, I just shared this off the, my head at the first service. I hadn't prepared to. I came to this church uh, 26 years ago in October. I was only four when I arrived. Okay, no, I wasn't. And, and I remember when I came onto staff as the associate pastor, one of the elders at the time, he's not an elder now, but he's still in the church, and me and him were out for coffee recently, and we were reminiscing and talking about that era. I was in my 20s, really hot-headed, very arrogant, a lot to learn. Some of you said you haven't changed a little bit. Thank you. Uh, but he said to me when we were having coffee, you know, when you came here in your 20s, I thought to myself, I don't think you're going to last more than three years here in this church. That was 26 years ago. And I was so grateful because him and others of other generations saw something in me which they wanted to invest in. And even though they had a lot of work to do to get me to to go there, they actually invested in me. When we are together, we can go further, can't we? We're all in this together. So productivity, perseverance. Thirdly, preservation. Bible says to keep warm together. We get to comfort each other when life is tough. Here's another picture from the animal world, which some of you will like, some of you won't, but there you go if you're a cat or a dog lover. But we get to comfort each other when life is tough. How many of you know life is difficult sometimes, isn't it? And you know, I've sat with people in the last couple of weeks here in the church who've lost people suddenly and tragically and Yesterday, uh, one of our ladies had a very significant car accident, and so she's in hospital right now, and please pray for her and for the family. And, and I sat with someone this week, and, and they've lost somebody really suddenly at a very, uh, quite an early age, and, and she said to me, this is so tough. Imagine what it would be like if I didn't have faith, and imagine what it would be like if I didn't have other people around me. And you know, if you do life on your own, you know, life is tough. 
You know, and life is tough for us as well as Christians, but what we believe is because we do it together, when we hit those tough times, it's tough, but at least we've got each other and at least we've got our faith. And that's incredibly, incredibly important. And um, the final thing I want to say is protection. Two can defend better than one is what the Bible says. We get to watch each other's backs. How many of you know what this film is? Gladiator, great film. I love this film. Maximus here in the middle. All these gladiators are in the arena and they don't know each other. And he gets them together and he says one thing. He says, whatever comes out the gates, we stand together. But you see, from the animal world, you will know, people will know this, that if you go out of the pack, you're going to be vulnerable. If you go out on your own, you're going to be vulnerable. But when you're together, you can watch each other's backs. So being all in this together, different ages, different backgrounds, different colours, different cultures, it makes us stronger together than we are apart. I love the film Jungle Book, if you've seen the new version of the Jungle Book, and there's a great uh, verse, uh, word in that or, or, or phrase. It says, the strength of the wolf is the pack, and the strength of the pack is the wolf. And when we stay together, we're going to be far stronger than when we're on our own. So how can we apply these amazing truths? Let me give you four things. Firstly, be a together person. And by that, I don't mean you've got it all together. I mean that you're in it together. You see, at this church, we don't allow perfect people to come. Okay? So if you're one of those perfect people, you need to go find another church. Because none of us are perfect, am I right? None of us have got it all together. But be a together person. Be someone who commits not to do your life on your own, but to do your life together. And if we can find a way to do it together multi-generationally and multiculturally, I think that would be amazingly prophetic to our world right now. So be a together person. Secondly, be a person who asks for help when you need it. One of the biggest killers of being in it together is pride. And I love this quote, a guy called Urban McManus. He said this, your greatest strength is not when you can prove that you don't need anyone. Your greatest strength is when you no longer have to prove you can do it alone. And when we no longer have to prove we can do it alone, we welcome other people into our lives. It's incredibly important. Thirdly, be a person spotter. I don't mean a stalker, and I don't mean a train spotter, a person spotter. In other words, you're always looking out for people that you can encourage or that you can build up. We're all in this together when we look and see things in others and we name it. And I think it's incredible. You know, a guy came to me after the first service and said, oh, I really took on board what you said. And I went and spoke to six different people that I don't normally speak to. I thought, that's brilliant. So when you see someone do something, go and encourage them. Say, I really appreciate how you did that. Or when you see someone that maybe you think is struggling, go and say, hey, can I help you? Can I encourage you? Can I do something for you? Can I pray for you? Can I do something practical? Be a person spotter. Look to see who you can invest in. And then finally, be a person who breaks down walls, doesn't build barriers. We want to be people who break down walls because we're all in this thing called life together, aren't we? So I want to invite the band to come back up and we want to pray as we finish our time together this morning. And um, it's brilliant that we get to be in a space like this occasionally uh, as generations together. And I would love us just to do something as we finish. So can I invite you to stand with me? Is that okay? If all of you could stand. And then I want you just to turn right where you are in groups of four, five, six, just where you are. And literally just put your hand on a person's shoulder just for a moment. Hey, if you're new to church, this isn't freaky or spooky. We hope you won't feel that we're invading your personal space. But I want to pray for all of you as generations together. And maybe as I pray, you also could be prayerful as well. 
Hey, maybe this morning you're not yet a Christian. You think, whoa, this has gone a little weird now. Hey, we are in this thing called life together. We haven't got all the answers. We have issues. We have problems. You know, I woke up this morning and I, to be perfectly honest, I was in a bad mood. My wife's been away for 10 days and, and I'm starting to miss her and all of that. And, 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 and I've got stuff in my life as well. But you know, as, as you come together, then there's incredible strength in that. There's incredible strength when we're together. And so Father, I want to, and don't leave anyone out. If anyone's on their own, go grab them. Okay, girls, you're on your own there. Go and jump in with another group, okay? Don't just be on your own, okay? That's fantastic. Thank you, guys. So let's pray for one another just for a moment. God, I want to thank you so much. Lord, what I'm looking at right now is a prophetic picture of humanity. Different ages, different colours, different backgrounds, different histories, different stories. God, we stand together because we're part of one body. We're part of one family that you call the church. And Lord, that's incredibly powerful. And God, we are in this together. So God, we want to encourage each other. We want the younger folks to encourage the older folks. We want the older folks to encourage the younger folks. We want those in between to encourage everyone. We basically, we're in this together. We don't want to do life on our own. God, I want to pray, Lord, for every person here in this room. Lord, on this bank holiday weekend, would you fill them with your power? God, we want to stand for something as a people. We want to stand for family. We want to stand for community. We want to stand for being in this together. In a world that is so divided right now, where social media drives us apart, where our politics seems to drive us apart, where nationalism seems to drive us apart, God, we want to stand for something better. We want to stand for something stronger. We want to stand for community. We want to stand together. So Lord, now as we lift up our voices as one group of people, all different ages, shapes and sizes, we want to say, Lord, we want to worship you. We want to stand for togetherness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.